Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you (laughs) ready to pop the question The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of Trusty Hogs. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of Trusty Hogs. I already said it. Why did you say it again? I already said it. Why did you say it again? I hate you 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 don't do start. I thought... this is the second episode where we've opened like this. I hate No, you. we've never opened like this before. This is, it, no, usually no, what she tries to do is, is speak in tandem with me, whereas now she's, oh, she's doing what she used to do now. She's now doing what she used to do now. Do you want me to compliment your jumper or not? Yes. Well, I'll try to. Can you stop being a gobshite and I'll tell you you have a nice jumper? Yes. Nice jumper. Is that from Monsters, Inc.? It's Monsters, Inc. Woo! Welcome to episode 56 of Trusty Hogs! How many times are we going to say 56? It's just nice because then they play the theme tune and it goes into like, through the fog. I really hope they're already playing the theme tune and that nobody's having to listen to this shit. Through the fog, step forth the trusty hogs. Yeah, you're going to give them your problems and they will solve them. Maybe they won't, and that's your problem. They'll have guests, and Andrew White on the tech. Oh, it's Helen and Catherine as the trusty hogs. Trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Episode 56, Trusty Hogs. Here's the thing. Um, we're... We're so far in now that I can't remember not doing this podcast and I feel like I have Stockholm Syndrome. Like, I I don't know if I even like you, but I look forward to seeing you. Where's this coming from? Listen, I'm just saying you're not a great host. Co-host. Oh, okay. Hello to any new listeners. Hi, welcome My to the podcast. My name's Helen Bauer. This is Catherine Bohart. Hi, we're, we're friends. Stand-up comedians and best friends. Yes, I Boy, said I've, friends. Okay, I have no idea where this is coming from. I just feel like you should maybe, what if like, what if I said hello and welcome to episode 56 and then you were like, this is the podcast where we, like I always do. Episode 57, we'll do that. That's fair. Thank I think you. that's fair. No? Thank you very much. I uh, think it's charming, our banter. My feedback session is over. <laughs> Can you genuinely not remember a time before the podcast? 
No, and and it's also important to say hi. I'm sorry. I'm actually being really mean to you for no reason. I got in from Sheffield at 3 a.m. from a gig last night, and I'm very tired. <laughs> oh. That's what's actually happening. And while my hair looks amazing, I need you to know that I'm actually extremely tired. 3 a.m. from Sheffield? Yeah. I, I did get a- it. I was in North London yesterday, and I got home at like 9.30. So I'm like, oh, I'm wiped. <laughs> I'm wiped. I'm wiped. I'm the worst thing is you look more, higher more awake than me. <laughs> I had so Don't much sleep. Don't I look sleep. like a little 90s nerd? You like do. You look very Annie look Hall. Oh. Let, like, Annie Hall, not, what's his name? Woody Allen. Not Woody Allen, Annie Hallish. That's how you look. Annie Horish. I'll take it. Man. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, Andrew, you like that? I'm, didn't fair, you? I'm not you like wearing that? a bra. I'm not wearing a bra. When you said Annie, it just made me... <laughs> Helen! Helen, you can't just grab my bare tits. I yes, don't... I can. I have overriding consent from you. I have no bra. Yeah, that's part of the reason I grabbed. Okay, let me tell you what's going on with me. Okay, One. sure. I discovered an incredible episode, uh, incredible podcast last night that I think you're going to love. And I, far be it for me to advertise another podcast this early in the episode, but I'm going to do it because you're going to die when you're this podcast. It's called Normal Gossip. Has anyone listened to it? No. Ah, oh, ah, oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> so it's this woman. She has a guest every episode uh-huh. and they discuss in theory, like they intellectualize and justify the merits of gossip so they'll be like gossip's actually a really great tool for disseminating information for people who are like in groups that aren't that are marginalized so like it's a great way for women to keep it to their safe it's a great way for people to like check safe spaces all that jazz and then they use that as a vehicle to get into a fucking great gossip story Oh my and god then, so it's like emotionally manipulating the conversation oh, so they can be so like he's good. trash so they're like <laughs> In many ways, it's actually like ethical and intellectual to gossip. Let's gossip. And it's so good. And then they tell the story from a listener that's been anonymized. And the gossip stories are genuinely insane. They are fascinating. Every single turn. And they pause to ask the guests, like, what would they do at this point? What would they do at this point? What would they do at this point? And you're like, I, I spent parts of the car ride yesterday being like, what? It was it's so good. Wait, who are you driving Delicious. with? Delicious. Oh, I was doing a corporate, so this lovely man, Louis, drove me there and back. Lovely My life's Louis. not that hard, to be fair. Um, Louis was so nice. Bless Louis. On the way back from Sheffield, that man was tired. I was worried about him, but like not worried about him. Not worried enough to unplug your headphones <laughs> and like stop listening to the gossip podcast. <laughs> it was such a good podcast. <laughs> it was such a good... Also I'll not... check it out. Yeah, he was so nice, though. And a man with an electric scooter ran into his... Um, his side mirror and I felt bad because the reason we were there on that road was because I wanted coffee. Anyway, Louis doesn't love me as much as I love him. The point is, I this podcast is great, so strong recommend for that. It's what else is going on with as me? As good as Ellen? finding a new podcast. You Especially feel one that has so a couple old. of series. You're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, I just listened to The Mystery Show and there's only one series of six mm. episodes and I was like, it's so good, but it's not enough. It's not enough. It's truly. Normal Gossip was sent to me by my friend Katie. Love. And she was like, I don't know if you're in the market for a new podcast. And I'm like, I'm literally always in the market for a new podcast. Because you won't listen to this. I refuse to listen to this. I don't know how you people listen to this. Um, good God, it's loud. Um, and the other thing uh, that's going on with me is, um, as you know, there's a... Sorry, Andrew, are you typing? Yes, sorry, yeah. Um, are you, uh, Andrew? I think you fucked up. Baby. Is the thing you're typing specifically loud, or um, are you no, the I, loudest typer in the world? I, I, I've had this criticism. I, I I type like a cartoon secretary. I've been told. Well, sure, except that those are cute to me. What's happening here? Why are you doing it while we're podcasting? Oh my god! It is podcast. I'll, I'll put the mic on my keyboard so you can hear. Is it not on your keyboard? Because I feel like I could hear it. 
Andrew. Sorry, I'm very sorry. It is, po- it is pod work. Em can verify. Okay. Catherine, I think just let Andrew be. Well, oh, can wow. the people at home hear it like I can hear it? I probably only when I put my mic next to it. Um, Em's so near to you. Em, are you like wincing from the, the sound? He's bashed. Do you know what that was like? Do you know in a horror film, like when you're like hiding from Michael Myers, yeah. you accidentally like drop a pen. Yeah. And then Michael Myers is like, uh, that was yeah. like that for me. Really I felt that moment. She was terrifying. just having a lovely conversation. They went, Andrew. <laughs> and ev- we all went silent. We were all nervous. <laughs> Except it's like if you were fucking flinging the pens at the ground. Like, <laughs> I don't think you realize. Who would possibly hear this? how frightening it is to be told off by you you have a very feminine <laughs> strength thank you to you that can set fucking your blood running cold that's good though isn't it talking of blood running cold it's the spooky episode of trusty oh, you said i could God, do it to not fine. do this you said i could do it i was gonna tell you one more story about me but fine i guess okay, happy but fine. Get, like, you've got five sentences go oh, five sentences is fine story. you want five sentences five sentences yeah and don't be like a fucker with the commas and the semicolons and stuff my landlord is putting up my rent so much i have to move out of my flat Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Okay, no, keep going. It's fine for me. Oh, we're still only doing... Yeah. Wow, what empathy you possess. <laughs> um, you move next to Helen. That's the sentence. No, it's not. I'm not <laughs> okay. wasting that. Um, okay. I'm very sad about leaving my home and also really genuinely resent landlords and the fact that they don't give a shit that you are a good tenant and pay your rent and take care of their flats. Correct. Um, trying to get excited about the possibility of change, but I do hate things out of my control. True that. And I was feeling really genuinely depressed about it. I feel really bad about this five thing now. But then a very nice friend um, said that they might also be looking at the same time and I've allowed myself to get excited about change in a little bit of a way, but also I hate the financial crisis and I hate the, um, I hate landlords and also I hate the chancellor and also I hate the Tories and also, um. Oh dear. And also, um, oh no, yeah. But also, I think that actually, maybe I would like to share a home with a friend. I, guess. I think this could be right. I'm so sorry. I did not know that was happening. When did this happen? Last week. Oh, when I was on tour. No, um, I did know when you were crying that day, but I um, you were crying so much, I didn't really feel like I could say no. I just told M afterwards. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> I came in with so many tears in my eyes when I saw hey, you that fair, you were like, you, I won't tell her. Late night. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Wait. Obviously, I had this in January. We got kicked out of our place. It's so stressful. Um, little thing. How long do you have? Uh, till I have like two months. Okay. Yeah. Two months is like. It's yeah. just that everybody, usually I'd be fine because everybody's like, I'm pretty good at finding properties and it's London, so I'd be fine. But like this week, I said to people, like, oh, I think I'm going to have to move. And everyone's looked at me like, like, the best of luck to you in this hellscape. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, I thought I'd just find a flat. And they're like, <laughs> You'll be lucky if you get a t- like a ten. No, you'll in, find in somewhere. But like, it's a stress. Oh god, okay. It's a big stress looking for somewhere to live. But you, I think you're in a good place to to look because you know who you want to live with, and you know what it, you want it to be like. Like you own a bit of furniture. Like you're not starting from scratch. Oh, it can be unfurnished. I've got all my stuff. Hey, here's the thing though. Um, that I was gonna say, which mm. is, uh, I, I, the, 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 here's the one good silver lining. You're of all gonna this. move down south to Helen. 
No, I'm never coming south. You oh, need to why let are you go. saying I'm that? I'm never coming south. I don't even know how you get to gigs in the It'd north. It'd be so nice. It'd be so nice. It's it's a <sighs> great gang. Me, the Slime Country Boys, um, fucking Sean McLaughlin, uh, Harriet and Bobby, the like boy? the crew. The what? The Egg Boy? The Egg Boy, yeah, the Egg Slut. I don't think I'm going to ever go south, my sweet. Um, but just to circle back, <laughs> what I want, I thought you'd be proud of is, <laughs> I've been... Seeing a lesbian for two months. Yeah. And it didn't even, it wasn't even a conversation. Mama's just going to move in with a friend and she's not going to try to ruin her relationship. Because it doesn't need to be. Woo-hoo! It can just be a relationship I without know. having to be on a dog pile. But and I'm you proud, proud of, of you. What's a dog, what do you mean a dog pile? A dog pile when um, people like lie straight on top of each other because they all live together. Okay. Oh, I thought it was a lesbian thing. <laughs> Me too. I was, I was like, what does she think she's saying? <laughs> what, does, what, what phrase no. does she think she's taking a from lesbian? Pile. Is that a lesbian thing? No, 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 no. Stop calling us dogs, I'd say generally. Both no, of you. no, no. When people lie on top of each other, like in like in Playboy, when they got all the young girls to lie on top of each other. It's spooky season. (laughs) Oh, I was going to do a segue. I was going to do a segue. Um, Do you think there's a chance that your new place will be haunted? No, I'm probably going to go for new builds. I don't know. I have no idea. I just don't want mold. Ghosts and mold. You kind of look. Welcome. To Halloween hogs. Welcome to the death zone. Do you now, practice this in the mirror? Yeah, at home. That was Wasn't horrible. No, it felt really over rehearsed. Actually, I thought you should just throw it, throw it away. Do it again and just throw it away. <laughs> no. <laughs> Andrew, could you do like a reverberation on the mic for when that goes out? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Andrew's typing. Yell at him instead. That sounds like it has a fucking reverber- reverberation. Uh, um, that was I a would, hard word to say. Reverberation. Reverberation. Um, I'd like to say that last year for Halloween, we spoke about costumes and costume parties with the amazing Joe Sutherland. This yes. year, I feel like we need to get into ghosts, our experiences with them, and share a ghost story each. Okay, great. Um, are we going to do this like we think ghosts are real? Catherine, why are you like that? No, okay, sorry. Yeah, You're no. Irish. There's loads of ghosts in Ireland. Yeah, I'll tell you about one specific type if you like. Is it the Banshee? It is the Banshee. So you mentioned this to me, and I was like, I looked them up. Oh, for fuck's sake, Helen. Only, only Helen, what? I, this is why I don't. This is why we can't have nice things. This is genuinely. This is How like, is that a nice thing saying Banshee to when me? When somebody sends us a gift, right? We'll be like, oh, we'll open it on the main episode. And before we even get to it, Helen has like licked the box, shaken the box, turned the box upside down, gripped the box. So like she knows what it is. She'll be like, it's a magnet. And you're like, okay. Or we could have just had a nice thing for two seconds. So I was going to tell you about my culture. You've ruined it. Sidebar: Sarah Harkey Deacon sent us four bottles of wine from Fortnum Mason. What? I got the basket. Kitching. <laughs> and. And um, it's unbelievably kind of her. And thank you to what an incredible exec producer. So kind. Circling back to Halloween. Um, Tell me about the Banshees. All no, I what's learned, the point? You've already read I, it. No. Uh, all I okay, did fine, look, look them up. No, here's the thing. I'm just going to tell people at home about them and fuck you. No, because all I know is that they're not in the water because they sound very aqua to me. Okay, that's because they sound like they feel like sirens, but they're actually just female. That's ghosts. what it feels like. So yeah. I looked them up because I was like, "Oh, no, the mermaid they're not, thing." They're I'd not like remotely like sirens or mermaids. Okay. Um, what I will say is though, it's a hard categorization because are they ghosts or are they fairies? A long, <gasps> like a long-held ghost dispute. fairies, kind of actually, but ghost fairies of doom because banshees have and are famous for their scream. 
Um, <laughs> and I think it's called a queena. So it's like a lamenting scream. And they are essentially the ghosts of um, death in Ireland. So it's oh, supposed, like supposedly that are. supposedly that each family has a banshee themselves and that there's a specific queen a specific scream for each of those banshees and so what will happen is that when somebody is about to die in that family the scream will be released or the banshee will wail and then you're supposed to just like know that the death is coming so you would hear it over here or do you need to be on the emerald dial no i think it's also like it's important to say that these aren't real no for the sake of today though i believe it i think em and andrew believe it no, I don't. I, I don't think it's real. I don't believe in ghosts. Just because you've not heard it doesn't mean that it's not real. Well, also, I don't know that you'd would hear a banshee screaming in Ireland. What does it sound like? Like, like honestly, no, that, no. I just, I just mean oh, like, no. There's always women screaming in Ireland. We're always, He's we're always dead. <laughs> death is coming. Um, yeah. So there you go, the death fairies and. Um, that's a banshee, but she already knew that because you fucking looked it up. I so. didn't. Fuck I just you. checked. They weren't mermaids. Like Google image search is such a different thing. Also, there's a film coming out about banshees. Did you wank to banshees? Did you see this? Wait, who? There's a movie. What? I don't know. An Irish film about banshees coming out with like the really banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, that's it with like Colin Farrell or something. Or? Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, uh, and then some people I don't know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Amazing. Weird that those are just two male names when it's about women. Female ghosts. There, it, genuinely, I can only see one fe- or oh, two female cast members: hmm. uh, Kerry Condon and Sheila Flitton. Lovely okay. stuff. Well, listen. Tell me about your ghosts, if you must. Okay, so I've got a lot of ghost stuff to discuss. Number one. Can we just frame this? Sorry. Today's Thursday. Halloween's Sunday. Monday. Uh, yeah, Monday. Okay. Sorry. Just I'm just trying to figure out what people are listening to and. If their their vibe is, I guess they're still heading to work. They're not quite at the spook peak, but go ahead. You are being such a nasty cunt today. Sorry. <laughs> and I do not mind saying that. And if I hear the bow heart banshee scream, I wouldn't even fucking tell you. <laughs> there you go. I'll hear it and I'll be like, I'll fucking leave it. Let Fine. it fucking go. Fine. Because I've actually got some very real experiences with ghosts. Put that fucking down. <laughs> Can I drink my And I want to... I can't believe that you fucking doing that is worse than Andrew typing. Sorry for shaking my coffee. I'm listening. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Because I have got... I'm trying to open up to you about my ghost experience. Tell me about your ghost experience. Okay. The first house I lived in when I was little had two ghosts in it and we had to move. Did it. My mum believes in ghosts, like, really strongly to the point when I was like, you know when you go through... Hi, Anne. Hi, Anne. You know when you go through that phase when you're scared that someone's in your room when you're younger or, like, you're scared of ghosts, I would, like, run crying to my parents' room instead of being told, like, no, 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 there's nothing there. My mum would be like, oh, say hello or they could turn nasty. Whoa! (laughs) So I was like on a fucking mental level of it where I was like be nice to me be nice I was also very arrogant I thought Queen Victoria was the ghost I had in my room which is like a level up that was unnecessary because why would she visit me and what why would she have lived in that house like what has got Queen Victoria definitely didn't live in our house okay for sure not but she would sit in my room and just like look at me and I'd be like your highness I hope you're with your husband now because I knew they loved each other very much. Sure, there's that. Um, but we had two ghosts in the house growing up, and my mum would like, I'd always ask her about it because she's like, 
like hinted at it and then she would never tell me like what it was and she's like I can't tell you to your older I can't tell you to your older and you're like oh my god and she was like when I brought you and your brother home as babies like I introduced you to the ghosts to let them know that like this is Helen she'll be living here now she's my baby <laughs> Andrew please the hell are you talking about? So my mum would like, in, so when my brother was born, she introduced him to the lady upstairs and the man downstairs. Now she liked the man downstairs. She did not like the woman upstairs. She's okay. not a fan. Feels slightly anti-feminist. Um, she Helen. was a bitch. Helen. <laughs> and then she introduced me. Is your mum okay? No, my mum also thinks she's got ghosts in her current new build next to fleet service. <laughs> but Trish, her clairvoyant, has um, verified it's true. So, okay. there's a professional involved. She has a clairvoyant? Yeah, Trish. How often does she go to Charge clairvoyant? Trish. <laughs> how often does she go to clairvoyant? They're friends now. They hang out. Yeah, but my question was, how often does she give this woman money? I don't know, weekly. What? I don't know. I don't know, do I? Just say what? Um, You are right. You do have ghosts. Every week? Mm-hmm. So, mum's not scared of the ghosts. She just wants to know what they have to say. Because these ones she doesn't recognise. Oh they're my new. god! They're new. So the um, so my mum said that she never told any of her friends about the ghosts in this house because she was really embarrassed, being like, "Oh, I feel like a bad mum having like two babies in a ghost house," <laughs> um, which is fair. I'm glad she didn't tell her friends because they would have had her sectioned. Yeah, good times, eh? And then um, basically. My mum loved the old man downstairs and that he would watch us when she'd had to do something. I'm sorry, she used the ghost as babysitter? Not like to leave the house. But she'd be like, I'm going to the toilet. Can you keep an eye on Helen and Ted? And we'd she be like, oh. Sorry, your, your, your nanny was a ghost that your mum made up. I guess, yeah. No, no, lovely man ghost. Lovely old man. Your nanny man. was a ghost? Yeah, lovely old man. Your nanny was a ghost that your mum made up. I was up. very little. I don't remember. I'm sure he was nice. Your mum didn't think she was neglecting you because she left you she with the man ghost? She the loo with a, with a ghost. I, I think she'd rather him be there than go and watch her, you know? Yeah, were those the choices? Is yeah. that what she'd been doing pre-baby? Anyway, then, this is what she couldn't tell me till I was older, and I'm glad she did wait, because I'd have fucking freaked out. Sorry, she told you this part when you were younger? Yes. Okay. I was a very scared child. <laughs> and I don't think it was, like, stopped. It was encouraged. So then, one day, Catherine, her friends came over... And um, the husband For an intervention? went upstairs to go to the toilet and then her friend was standing at the bottom of the stairs and she went, oh my God, move, 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 move. There's a woman behind you trying to push you. My mum was like, I fucking knew it. I knew there was someone bad up there. I knew she was a bitch. And then we moved to Fleet. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> who was behind him? The woman, the bad ghost upstairs. But who was actually behind him? No one. My mum said that she'd never even said it to her friend or mentioned anything about this female ghost upstairs. And she was like, that proves it we're leaving but it was probably like just one of the members of the party right no there was no party it was just that couple and my mom and dad so are your fr- your mom's friends kind of like your mom one second there's no way two people are seeing the same ghost helen we both think this is a good podcast yeah this is a good <laughs> i don't understand i'm just saying collective delusion it can occur <gasps> How very <laughs> dare you? How dare you? There's ghosts everywhere. My mum has like, she sees ghosts. But then I get worried that I can see ghosts. because My mum says that I we're in a lineage of women with powers because my grandma had it because she, she was really lucky. She did won- she say this on the day you didn't get GCSEs by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're very... You have to tell your kids tales of their value, don't no, you? No, because my grandma had powers. And then my mum got those powers too. 
And then mm. I got the powers, my mum thinks. Because mm. my granny was very lucky. She won the lottery three times. Mm. And you she... No, I never, never, never. Do you, when you said she had Paris? Do you mean money? And the moment I was born, my grandma sat bolt up in bed and went, Anne just had a baby girl. And then went back to sleep. And then my mum, M! <laughs> and then my mum said that 20 minutes later, my dad called her parents and went, Oh, Anne just had a baby girl. Mm. And they went, We know. We know. And that okay. was me. That was my birth. Okay. And honestly, it's like big. Is it all? family we're all like that's cool i don't know what the fuck is happening in this room it's like am i being pranked did you all decide to like not be impressed i mean if you're being practiced by your mother i would say i worry for her i think we're concerned about uh how things are at home no because then i going on in fleet my mum and was if like, you're okay because i would always see ghosts and i was very frightened by i can't but not as an adult so i worry that it was like a child thing where i was just like being like told childish stories. imagination so i got frightened yeah you were being terrorized i don't think i have the powers to see the ghost now as an adult no i think you're being terrorized by your mother but i still have it in my head because i was at my mum's house for not a night by myself but for like a late evening by myself the new build? once a new build and i was like she came home and i was like yeah you're right it's haunted mm. Like I could just feel it. There were noises happening. It was I was really uncomfortable. Neighbours. She has neighbours. No, no, no. Yeah, it's attached on both sides. Yeah, so she has yeah. neighbours. And a motorway? No, there was and a motorway, yeah. But there was there was, was the TV on? No. Well, yeah. But like <laughs> I I'm telling you now, like I felt it. And also when we told ghost stories when we were younger, I But get you've very been primed. Frightened. You've been primed to be terror But I can feel it. I can feel it in my body. You sure, can ask but, Sunil Patel, I get so jumpy at home. Yeah, sure, but I can walk along a dark street as a woman and I will always be ghost. terrified even if nothing happens ghost. because I know that I've been Someone's told about so, much things, so many things I need to be afraid of. Mm. Um, except those things are more plausible and real. But you must know people who have seen ghosts. I've seen a ghost, Helen. Fuck <gasps> off, Andrew. Fuck <laughs> off. Tell me everything. Tell me everything. It was just an old gay. They're allowed in the bars too, you absolute <laughs> dweeb. Andrew, tell me, tell me, tell me. You Um, haven't seen a ghost. Shut up! You are being such a cunt. (laughs) Shut up. Sorry, Andrew. That's okay. Um, I I wasn't that that offended by it. Um, It was when I was younger. We lived in Surrey. (gasps) Hampshire, very close. And my grandma was in Surrey. Maybe Hampshire's haunted. Thank you. Um, I used to sit in the corner. Maybe there's nothing going on in Hampshire. So people have to make up stories. Shut your whore mouth. Wait, sorry. Yeah, um, so it was, uh, I was sitting in the corner and uh, talked to the corner and my mum would be like, who are you talking to? And I'm, like, I'm talking to the old man. And she's like, oh, that's freaky. I was like, two, two, three. And um, there's if only- children have imaginations. Well, no, but here's Especially, the- Especially, dare I say it, lonely children with no friends. <laughs> right, outside. Out, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I'm not no, leaving. You can go stand there with them. What? Honestly, you can go stand there with them. Are you you're being such a brat. Have I actually been sent down? Yeah, you can stand I think there. You have. Fucking five minute silence. Do you, Andrew, come to me. Do you wait Yeah, yeah. Andrew's going to swap in. Unfucking believable. The behaviour. I'm sorry, Andrew, because that was like you were actually opening up and being quite vulnerable with us. Yeah, I'm Hi, darling. Hi. Okay, so you were talking to this old man. Yeah, so I was talking to this old man in the corner, and it's only happened after we dug up the garden. And um, the man I was talking to was a, a military figure. Uh, I called him the major, like oh two, God. three years old. That, why is that in my vocabulary when I'm two, exactly. three years old? Oh, so it makes sense because Surrey, Aldershot, Hampshire, it's exactly. all the There's same area. Exactly, around there. Thank you. Anyway, so this only happened after we dug up the garden. 
Oh, I wasn't going around two, three Don't year old. Ignore okay, it, thank ignore you. It. Thank you. Um, and uh, what, what happened was we dug up the garden, and the previous owner's ashes were scattered in the garden. He was a major. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that with me. You're welcome. I've got my friend Gwyneth. You know the one who's in To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. She once saw um, a Victorian ghost. She was jogging in the woods near Aberystwyth. Yeah. And then she was like in her brain going, like, oh, that's so weird. That man was on a penny farthing in Victorian garb. And then she went, oh my God, why was a man on a penny farthing in Victorian garb? He was and a she. Shut up. And then she turned. Are you serious? And oh. then she turned around and she went, wait a second, there's no one there. <gasps> we were freaked out. That was a out. hipster and Penny Farthings clearly move at pace. Another friend of a friend. Um, oh, we've got the green screen out now as well. No, I loved it. Um, we, um, okay, another friend of a friend, Andrew, you're going to lose your mind with this. So they got really, really drunk on a night out and they're at a party and they're all like losing their minds at this club or whatever. And then like the club closed and they were like, oh, we're not done yet. So we'll go back to ours for a party. So they went all back to this like big student house and they were having fun. And then like one of the girls felt really, really sick. So she went to the bathroom and she was like throwing up. And then she came out of the bathroom. Have you ever heard the logical... Shut it! And she came out of the bathroom... She came out of the bathroom and then one of the guys was like, are you okay? And she went, oh yeah, no, I'm fine. That nice woman got me um, a glass of water and held my hair back. And they went, what woman? You're the only girl here. And she went, the one in the bonnet. <gasps> oh, no joke. Wait, a drunk woman thought she saw another woman? She was throwing up. so profound. The alcohol was coming out of That's her That's not how it works immediately, but okay. Andrew and Em, your English, did you ever hear click, click, slide growing up? No. That ghost story. It was like massive in our town. That one and the handprint. And do you remember Drip That's Drip? what I'm saying. Nothing happened in your town, so you had to make up this Drip nonsense. Drip's good. Is it the one where the hand's over the side of the bed? Yes! That made me so upset as a child. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. No. Here's the okay, thing. Okay, no, no, no. Can I please no, tell Drip it's Drip? It's a story it's about like, bad plumbing and I don't want to hear it again. I used to hear it when I was a kid too. Helen, here's Not a thing. story about bad plumbing. Have you ever... I'll do it in the extras. The most... I'll do it in the extras. Write that down. Have I'm doing it in the extras. Have you ever considered that the most logical explanation is the most likely explanation? That my mom has a mental health problem. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. But you can have a mental health problem and also see ghosts. And they're not like um, you don't have to have both together. No. Sure. Because I've I got depression and anxiety, but I also can feel the other world around me. I remember uh-huh. once. Um, uh-huh. I like walking past graveyards at night and I'd feel something different in my body. I'd feel it like weighing me down, like people clawing at my legs. Mm. I'd feel it. Mm. Do you have that thing when you go past a graveyard that you feel like you need to hold your breath? Is this a cum thing with you? Because I'm not doing that today. No, it's not a cum thing. Obviously, it's not a cum so thing. It usually is with holding your breath. No, there was one line in the TV show Recess where it was just like really... Do you remember Recess? Mm-hmm. It's so good. And it's one of those lines that like no one else remembers, but it really stuck with me. And I think I watched it when I was 10. And it's like, that kid's such a weirdo. You know he doesn't even hold his breath when he goes past a graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> like my entire life, I've been like, oh my God, I don't want to be, be weird. But no one else does it. Here, look, there's somebody coming in here to... I know, um, but can you just say sorry? For what? Really? Helen, you yelled at Catherine so much. You've called me a con twice. I have a headache. And, and before this, you you made her tell her a very sad story in only five sentences. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Andrew. God, I'm so used... This is what I'm saying about Stockholm Syndrome. Like, I'm so used to this podcast. I don't remember a time where I expected more for myself or from my friendships. Wow. 
Hey, um, we have a guest coming in, so you can tell your spooky little stories to her. Are you ready to introduce her? She's an incredible comedian. Her name is Bronwyn Sweeney! I'm doing my show, This Isn't For You, in a huge room in London at the Leicester Square Theatre. And I'd absolutely love if you came. Please tell your friends and enemies because I'm desperate to fill it. It's December 2nd, 9.30, a Friday night. We're going to have such a good fun party vibe. Helen Bauer is going to open for me. And I think it'll be one of the last times, I maybe last time I ever do it. So I'd absolutely love to see you there. Oh, please come. Bronwyn Sweeney! Yes, it's officially spooky season. Oh, God, not another one of you. No, I just call it practical magic season. I can't wait. That's Listen. how I kick it off. Practical magic ah! Casper. Casper's never seen it and it's flawless. I, I got to watch it. I got to watch it's it. That's my promise so to my, hol- my Halloween. I did say this one last year. One green eye and one blue. Will watch His favorite shape's a star. <laughs> my favorite line is, you know, I wish for you too. That's like, that's the love I, Aiden Quinn is, uh, anyway, you got to watch it. I'll so watch good. it. I'll watch it. So good. Were you about to say that's the love you're looking for because that's yeah. hideous what are <laughs> yeah. you talking about i want a, a man like aiden quinn to like look me in the eye and say that like he he also wished for me i want that wow. like a super specific spooky of... season got sad real fast oh, then yeah. you hear that's the sound of like <laughs> bum everyone out <laughs> then you hear the sound of the locust and you know it's coming for him you have to watch okay it. i'll watch it i don't really understand what's happening and i did say last year i'd watch it and i didn't but this year i promise i will once i've watched hocus pocus 2 Ooh, i'm so sorry. good don't i'm not having i haven't seen it else. don't even try i won't say anything please don't I think Please don't. I'm not ready to shit on it when I haven't even watched it yet. But I'm sure I will be when I'm done. One way uh, or another. Stop it. I'm going to find you. I'm, I'm going to get you, get you, get you, get you. One way. <laughs> um, okay. What's your experience of Halloween? How did you celebrate as a youth? As a youth. So, great question. Thank um, you. Thank for people you. of the podcast Thank may you. not know, I have a, a bit of an international background. So I grew up in England, Greece, America, and Italy. Whoa. So I've had like a, an international version of Halloween. But I remember the shock I felt when I got to the US and realized like Halloween's a big deal. Oh, those fuckers love it. They live and for I, Halloween. Irish people love it too. I think we've been informed by Americanism in that regard on that yeah. holiday. So yeah, it's quite like... Trick or treat? Like, is it trick or treating, yeah. pumpkins outside your house. Yes. Yeah, we love decorations. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was fun. Like I moved to Florida and I remember... <gasps> just like telling my mom like I wanted to be like all the American kids on the block and go get like stuff but my mom yeah. was like this is such a waste of money so we got like a sad little jack-o'-lantern uh, <gasps> light that sat outside but yeah it was good Helen, yeah. why are you freaking out Florida were you in a celebration village no I wasn't but I do know all about celebration um, no I was you in know Orlando. my Bronwyn lives in Orlando Really? Yeah, Bronwyn Weissmuller. She's from Louisiana. She's one of my favorite YouTubers. Her channel is called Once Upon a Bron, and it's just her and her girlfriend going to Disney World. Sorry, did you just describe a YouTuber you've never met as your Bronwyn? Yeah. Okay. Um, Shout out to Once Upon a Bron. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. No cross. I'm Broncom, so I mean, uh, you know. Okay. Not Once Upon a Bron a time? Surely that would have been fine. That's good. Good point. She actually Once worked. Once upon a time works my, better, right? My, That's a lot better. No, my Bronwyn actually Once used to work in the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. So, are you a, a Disney fan? I'm an adult Disney fan who's never been to Disney World, cool. but I, I could go around it because I watch all the vlogs every day. Now, I on the way here, I was like, I need to pump myself up, so I listened to Into the Unknown from the Frozen Two soundtrack. What's and- happening? 
into the unknown. No, 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 stop. Ow, 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 But um, ow. that's more Christmas song, I know. But I know, but, but I, um, I, I totally yeah. got it. I Why totally did you pull got yourself it. up for this? I think because yeah, I was like, I was like in work, and then it was like meetings, 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 mm-hmm. and I wanted to get in the zone to like be chatty. And um, <laughs> so you listened to a song from Disney. Okay, listen, there's two of you. There's two of you. All right, that's fine. Okay, so you two lived of you. in Orlando. So you had a, an international. So they loved. Halloween. Halloween was a big deal in Florida. It was really fun. Like, you know, you dressed up. It was like, because I'd, wa- I'd grown up watching American films, you know yeah. what I mean? So it was like, yeah. I got there and I wanted the full experience. What do the Italians do for Halloween? Not a whole lot. Yeah, those uh, are some Catholic people. I think it's probably become something now, but I just remember being really embarrassed, like not knowing it wasn't a big deal. Like I dressed up as a mobster for Halloween, like full on <laughs> bearded my face and got on public transport. And it was bearded just like, your face explain? with eyeliner, you know, like just, yeah, just yeah, yeah. to look like a mobster. And uh, no one else was dressed up on the tube that day. Um, but didn't were there no Italians who just sort of looked mobby? Oh yeah, yeah. I probably just like blended in. Okay. With a bunch of I just blended in with the Italians. Um, that kid really wants to be in the mob. <laughs> like, look, I just. I look. get it. I was in a play about Al Capone once. I totally get what bearding up means. Yeah, yeah, you know, just um, were you Al Capone? I was his accountant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. age twelve. <laughs> The school play. You remember his accountant? Of course. Like Big Al the musical, <laughs> ring any bells? Sorry, so you dragged King to your way into the mob on an, Ita- on Italian transport on your way Public to the transport. And when you got to school, no one said anything? I was going I was going out like to a party, but I assumed everyone else would kind of be dressed up. There'd be yeah. other kind of Halloween. No. No, no one. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, right. so what about so that's what about Greece? Greece, I think I went to an international school, so we, you know, it was like you Halloween. You made like spooky little cards for people. Spooky like, cards, you know, like Halloween cards. Why are you saying that to me? Like that's a normal sentence. You know, like at school, I'm you'd fully make, on board with us. Yeah, you know, you'd make like Valentine's Day cards for like your class, but you'd also make like little spooky. Sorry, we didn't em, do sorry, that, but M I totally Andrew, know what you mean. Sorry, yeah. did anyone know? Em and Andrew, have I'm you ever sent a spooky Halloween card? Uh, absolutely not. No, no, no. But like, I can understand the what? concept. Can you? What does yeah. the card say? Boo. Like, yeah. it was the beginning of my I, copywriting career. So I, I think, yeah, like, I don't know. I swear they I feel do it like in feel... The Simpsons and like Recess and all I of that. I think American stuff. schools, it's just like every holiday is an opportunity to like craft and like, you know. do Not learn about your history. Exactly. <laughs> Anything to distract. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I do get that. You but know? Bronwyn, just to recap, you would put beards on yourself and send um, people in school cards when there was no need. And you're not a lesbian? Not not a lesbian. Fascinating. No, I know. Me neither. Fascinating. Don't shake hands on being. <laughs> don't shake hands on being heterosexual. Don't, don't celebrate your we heterosexuality. Don't many heterosexual guests. This is exciting Halloween for me. Halloween is not a heterosexual holiday. You're not having that. Uh, well, I actually. I, I think we could. Oh, M thinks it might be quite straight. I I think it's a. I think it's. Do you think I it's really yeah. straight? Yeah. Why? Because of all the like. Expectations. It's like dressing up sexy for some like jock boy. Right? Yeah. That's Whoa. It. But don't the less oh oh interesting. I've never I've always thought of it as quite a queer vibe, but that is an interesting take. I think em. it's hetero pride, like, mm-hmm. right? That's what I've heard. It's a chance for straight people to finally just like be openly like Is she Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
the bunny is she a mouse either way she's a slut Oh, that yeah. makes me feel sad for you guys. You it know what? You sad. can have it. It is. Thank you. Thank you. Have it. So much. I, yeah. I relinquish Halloween to you people. Okay, good. So now yeah. can we talk about ghosts? <sighs> if you must. So you, tell me about your experience okay. with your ghost that you currently live with. Sorry, so, what? Okay, I have a ghost. Right? No, you don't. I definitely do. No, you it don't. Uh, it's uh, her truth and it's our holiday. So I was saying to Helen earlier, I moved. Um, I moved into my own place last year, which was so like a big good. deal for me. Congratulations! And it's a creaky little one bed flat. Right, it's very Ooh. kind of spooky as it is, and I call it Bronwyn's Creek after Dawson's Creek. So good, very nice, yeah. very nice, very nice. So there was a few times I came home where I could sense a presence, and I think you need to name the presence to not be scared of it. So I called my ghost mm. Pacey. Pacey, as in like Pacey the worst from character. <laughs> you weren't Team Pacey. On Dawson's Creek? No, I obviously wasn't. All right, all right, cool. I didn't watch it. For a second, it. I thought... I'm younger. I'm younger. Oh, yeah, what? Sorry, I just... I'm younger. I didn't watch it. <laughs> Pacey was the much hotter of the two. Had a much, much darker vibe. My, my generation is like um, Euphoria. I actually thought first... I, <laughs> I, you know what I did? I just confused Pacey for a second with um, the person played by What's-Her-Name who was married to Tom Cruise. Oh, Joey. Katie Joey, Holmes. Joey, is that her character? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Joey was the worst. Pacey was the best. Joey was the worst... Then no, Dawson was Dawson the worst. Was the worst. Joey, Joey was the second worst, and then Pacey was the best, and then Michelle's character. She was pretty bad too. Was the, are, like, she died? Are you in the kidding? Show, so like... She was great. No, worse was her friend, the rebel friend that also died of an overdose in the show. Oh my god, that's why I was so scared of um of of doing drugs. any drugs. Because, yeah. So she did a pill, like a pill, died of like drowning <laughs> because she was so thirsty, and yeah. we were all like, never do anything good, never have any fun. That's why you I didn't guys do had, drugs. You have euphoria. We had that one episode of Dawson's Creek where everybody who did drugs died. Always. In euphoria, we just Always. do drugs and we just like, just, like hang looks out. cool. But it's my jam. It's my jam. She did one ecstasy pill and that died. That was it. Ecstasy. And then I was like. I can never do drugs. Wait, did she drink herself to death then with water? She was so yeah, thirsty. I think that's was that the storyline? I imagine that. She, either way, she died from ecstasy in a night out, and I then became a ghost. A house party. Yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, I mean, I be, I, I do believe in ghosts though. Like, surely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are. Mm-hmm. Sure. You said you just said surely. I did. But I, 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 I want you to be clear. Like, that was very. Confident. Let's be clear mm-hmm. earlier that you mm-hmm. were like. Obviously, Halloween cards. So, surely doesn't feel like it has the same weight. <laughs> it's a word I throw around, maybe too confident. Yeah. So, surely there. Why right, are there? You're going on a verbal lockdown again, so that Bronwyn can speak her truth. Why do you believe in ghosts, Bronwyn? I just feel like there's things that we can't explain. Mm. And where does energy go when people die? What do you mean energy? Comes back as a ghost. Correct. What do you mean energy? Like. A life, a life force. Like, yeah. A life force, where does it disappear to? Sorry, do you when you extinguish a candle, are you like, where is the light gone? No, because the smoke goes. Yeah. And that's what goes on to live on and makes a stain somewhere. Yeah, people shit themselves as they die. The end. What is wrong with you? Today? I'm just saying there's an equivalent if you're looking for it. Tell us like, about Pacey. He just kinda like chills in the flat. Lush. And like, you know, I'll come you know, I'll come home and like certain doors are open that were closed. Yeah. It could also be a draft. But in um, your creaky flat, in my creaky flat. But also, it could be Pacey. Also, could be you forgetting which doors you left open. True, I am losing my mind a little bit living alone. Uh-huh. Um, I did go see. I don't know if I should like admit this out loud. I did go see a psychic. Oh my um, great! My mum sees one the called Trish. Yeah. yeah. What's your one called? Uh, Jane with a Y. Love that for Jane. <laughs> also, Paper. a psychic to the Kardashians. May I add? So I would say a very good use of my money. So good. <laughs> so good. Um. Yeah, I've been told not to talk, so I'm trying to not talk. Um, tell me what Jane said. Well, Jane told me. It's that surprising she's not Jane with a K. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. That's some good stuff. I don't get it. For the Kardashians. Oh. Huh. Wow. I'm wasted here. Go on. Uh, Jane told me that there is a spirit who is present with me always, and that anyway. is my grandmother. <gasps> Lush. Do you like that, though? Or I do. Did you I find that's that crazy. Weird? How did she know that you've had a grandmother? It's so, how would she know, right? How would she know that? How would she know? And like, what are the odds of a woman in in your 30s having a dead I mean, grandmother? Mid to late is the... What are the odds of that? Well, I think it's what interesting. What are the odds of that, guys? I, I know a lot of people think I sound crazy, but I think it's interesting that she knew mm. out of my, you know, two grandmothers, she was like, the spirit that is with you is the grandmother on your father's side, who's Amazing. the one who's passed away. How would she know that? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. And then it's so, and then because your granny's with you. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And if you'd said, oh no, only my mom's mom, she'd have, oh, that's who I mean. And then oh, you'd no. have been like, wow. But she also said that my grandmother was in the room and making a symbol of the letter M, and my grandmother's name was Mary. Oh, Mary. Not yeah. McDonald's. Oh, I'm or, jealous. I don't have a spirit with me. You might. Like, no, a spirit. I don't think I do. No? No. But I, I've definitely been spaces where I felt something and felt uncomfortable. But like I have, I don't think I've got a That's spirit that anxiety. travels with me. It's not anxiety. No, it's a bad chair. No, it's not. It's it's a vibe. It's a, it's a you vibe, can feel yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Do you know the story of Drip Drip? Um. Which is like a ghost story that went around England. No. I'd oh my love god. To hear it. Okay. Thank you. So this is one that like we told at school so much, <laughs> and then like we got all like fucking terrified by it. But it's like a massive one. I think it's like that and Click Click Slide are like the two biggest ones in the UK. So basically, the story is this woman's going to bed at night. Yeah. And she's like having a shower. She turns it off. Like goes and gets herself a glass of water. Goes to her room. Lies in bed. Falls asleep. And then she starts hearing this like drip drip dripping. And she's like, oh, my God, like, where the fuck's it coming from? She goes to the tap, turns it off again. She's like, okay, maybe it's just that, like, a loose faucet. Then she can't sleep. She's, like, fucking flicking through stuff. And then she, like, reads this article on, like, a magazine about this killer who's on the loose in her area. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm never going to be able to sleep now. So she just, like, decides, okay, I'll leave a light on, but I'm going to, like, go to sleep. She, like, has a dog that lives with her and the dog's running around. Dogs and then she it. goes to bed she puts her hand down by the side of the bed and the dog starts licking her hand she's like it's all fine it's all fine like my dog's oh. here and then she hears this dripping again she's like what the fuck is this she goes like back to the kitchen sink like nothing happening and she's like freaking out goes back to bed dog's licking her hand it's raining <laughs> it's not raining and then she hears it again she's like no wait maybe that's coming from the bathroom she goes into the bathroom she pulls the curtain away and it's a dog her dog is hanging there and it's blood dripping off what? it. It's been killed. She goes back to her room, freaking out, like, what the fuck's happening? And then she sees that this guy has messaged in the articles, like, he's also written, like, um, people can lick too. That's one of his hats. <laughs> <laughs> the drip was her cunt? The drip. No, no, no. The drip the was drip a dead was dog. She was, and the man was under the bed. People can lick too. The drip was her cunt. This is another riddle. Do you not love it? I'm. Is that how you all? Is that sex ed? You heard it in? Yeah, for me it was. <laughs> <laughs> and was that not right? That about right. It was a really good retelling of it. Surely I believe the ending punchline wasn't "people can lick too." <laughs> I maybe got a bit lost in the telling of it, but it's around that. Oh my god! I have to wait. So what's it called? I'll look it up. Drip drip. Drip, drip. It's about uh, the first man who ever gave head. <laughs> <laughs> just a hand leg. But you're supposed to think it's a dog, but it's not. It's it was a just, killer. No, it's just a British man who likes eating women out. Just lying under the bed and licking hands. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm going to think about tonight. 
But what then, about Pacey? You'll oh, have him. Keep he, will, he will protect the, me. Helen is right. The ending of this story is humans can lick <laughs> I fucking knew it! I'm sorry. You're telling me Halloween isn't a lesbian holiday? And the punchline of your big spooky story is humans can lick too? Uh, I, this is Okay. Wild. Okay. But like, did you have a ghost story that you picked up along the way when you were younger? So my mum, like my pa- my parents when they moved back to England lived in York, which is apparently the spooky. Yeah, like, I've been on haunted. a ghost Yeah, the I'm ghost tour, right? Tour yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. Sunil Patel and Nick Ellery a couple of summers ago. So fun. It was amazing. Sorry, yeah. so you went good. on a ghost tour in the summer? A ghost walking tour. Yeah, in love the a summer. Ghost. Yeah, like we oh. met at nine p.m. on the pub by the water. Yeah. You know the one with all the yeah. That's where I went. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and then the man meets you and goes, "Welcome to York," <laughs> <laughs> and it was us and loads of like international couples. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> "I'd be like, let's stay here and have an aperol spritz." No, it's, it's, it's so the good. Summer and Brighton. So no, it was so wonderful. I did go to Ghost Tour also in New Orleans, and that was fun. Oh, was that it was a lot of like good. a lot of like spirit like ghosts yeah, yeah like, of course i don't know because like louise new orleans has also got like a dark history too mm-hmm. and it's quite yeah. spooky it's like the magic dark magic sort yeah, of a thing yeah. yeah we've seen princess and the frog yeah <laughs> yeah it's like the, the what is it the, the shadow man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. it's very good have you guys met before um in another life. Oh, fuck off. No, I'm kidding. That's we're not doing that. We are I do believe in past life that. regressions also. My mum thinks I was in the what? trenches in World War One, but she doesn't know for which side. No <laughs> joke. She is so convinced of it. It happened. Yeah. She told me when I was six years old. No. I, I cried and had a panic attack she at the Imperial the War Museum. Going really? Going into trench experience. And I refused to go in. I was screaming, crying. And she went, you're That's having a flashback. But I've heard stories of that. Like my friend did a past lives regression thing, yeah. and then she said she Sorry, saw I me in ancient Greece. All the words in that order. Shut up. And that we, because you, have you ever met someone and you're like, I know we've met before. Yeah. It just, I just, I feel it. Do you mean had things in common? Just Catherine like, might be new. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know this yet. There's a good chance Catherine is new because with your germophobia and stuff like that, there's a chance you might not have lived through the plague. Whereas I'm more yeah. comfortable with it. So like I might, I'm like I'm terrified of heights. So I feel like in a past life, oh, I? I probably That's died. That's because it's rational to be scared of falling to your death. No, it's not. My mum is scared of yeah, heights. No, that's a rational But she was also on the Titanic. My mum was on the Titanic. Was she? No, she yeah. wasn't. No, she wasn't. She can't even hear Celine Dion through flashbacks. No joke. <laughs> no. No. She, that's why she's never seen the film. Actually, she's I've got a bit of material about this, but like she really, she can't. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my first um, stand-up show, which I've now recorded as a special. But um, <laughs> my mum can't watch Titanic because it bring, it's like flashback central for her. She did, was on did it. Did she die on it? Yeah, well, yeah, she thinks so. I wonder if it was like, did she drown like on the boat? I think she fell in... off and hit the propeller. Oh, okay. Yeah. She... <laughs> well, she's, she's alive, so I don't think she did. She's alive she... now, but not in, not in that... Past life. Con- incarnation. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. So what was your past life, babe? So I don't know. I haven't done the regression, but a friend of mine. Sorry, then, what do you mean done the regression? So you can do a stud, like you can do past life regressions where you get into this meditative state, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of see like your your past lives. Mm-hmm. So a friend, and of I mine, presume we have to pay somebody it's, to it's guide. A lot, you it's a lot yeah, of it's money. Just like two grand. You can't put grand. a price on. Yeah, knowing you know, knowing like who you were. Uh-huh. Y- yes, and you you, ha- you can't put a price on somebody else telling you who you were. While you close your eyes to music, my right? mum can instinctively yeah. tell oh, yeah, you. I'll bet you they do put a price money. on it, Bronwyn. Oh, really? I'll bet. I'll bet you they have <laughs> put a price on it. Have they? It, it, it is. It's um. It's a lot. There's a set price. There's yeah, a, set there price. a set price. But it depends how many regressions you want, right? <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> yeah. It's. Um, oh, it's per regression. Per regression. But do you? I, I get this. 
But like, you know, this friend of mine that I, I met her in like my office kitchen at my first job mm-hmm. in London and immediately was just like, I like you. We click and it, we didn't even know each other yet. It was just literally like, yeah. can I have that mug? I don't know. And then she did this um, regression and she said that we knew each other, but we were living in ancient Greece and we were both like maidens in ancient Greece. No. Right. I believe it. Yeah, no, I re- ancient Greece is incredibly diverse and... Um, yeah. Yeah, and pro-women space, no this doubt. Is not you don't I, stay in your body. Like, it's a soul thing. Yeah, it's like... Like, I yeah. was in the trenches. I was, a, I was being a man. Like, I could have yeah. been a, a war horse for all I know. My apologies. <laughs> I'm wrong. And I I can only apologise. Um, How the fuck is the Catholic thinking we're ridiculous? I'm not right a Catholic, now? though. That's the thing. I was also fed narratives by people in positions of power and adults in my life. And then I grew up and thought, huh, I have a critical thinking faculty. And then I assessed their words and thought, mm-hmm. I don't know that a man in the sky should be the best metric of my sexuality or morality. Uh, yep. And then I went ahead and just sort of... um. Uh, um didn't believe in it anymore. I think I was in India. Do you? Yeah. 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 Because I went there when I was like 19, I think it was. And I just felt immediately like, yeah, this is very relaxed. The white woman felt a real (laughs) real relaxed vibe in India. (laughs) But I think you can connect to cities, right? Have you ever been to a city and been like, I just know I belong here? Yeah. Yeah, you can like a vibe, but like you, you because if you, but you feel like, like I know where I'm going. Yeah. Like that weird thing of like when you just sort of like get that's because like, Google Maps exists. No, no, no. Mm. But without Google Maps, like have you ever like gone somewhere and you just sort of been like, oh, like you walk to the place because you sort of like look it up and you're like, oh, you're I just an got overly here. confident woman, yes. But you can like you can feel it. You're like yeah. I, I was meant to be here. This makes sense right now. Like this is all meant to happen. Yeah, we all watched too many movies in the nineties. Yeah, the, yes, we. D- I mean, it, we did. We like, did, but like, I remember when I went to Rome. I got there and I was like, I know this city. Like, I belong here. Yeah, it's in every film and television show we've ever seen. And every, it has that effect on people. No, Sabrina the Teenage Witch went Julia, there. All the Olsen the sisters went there. The Olsen sisters movie is great, though. And listen, they, I'm not yeah. arguing with yeah, you on yeah. that, which is why I also feel like I know Rome. But yeah, like, true. yeah, I think my logic is a little flawed. The best but, one though is when you meet someone and you're like, we had a fight in a previous life. Do you ever get like a, the opposite when you're just sort of like you meet someone and you're like, we don't like you don't like me. We don't like each other. And instead of being like, oh, it's because they don't like me. I'm always just sort of like, oh, I bet. If That's I how I'm going to explain it. That's I killed your mum in 1806. Have woman ever in the past? There was yeah. a really beautiful moment there where Bronwyn was on, on the precipice of sanity and was like, oh, yeah, maybe. And then you said that and everyone was like, no, yeah, Helen. No, yeah, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That explains. Maybe my logic is a little flawed. I hate women when I meet them. What is going on? I think, okay, look, I... So I'm with you. I'm not religious at all. I don't, but like me neither. I'm not but, mental. Aren't you just trying to displace religiosity with another narrative that makes your sense? I feel like it has more purpose because otherwise you'd just be here and this would be your lot. Could be, but I also just think right. Like every group of humans thinks that they're at like the height of like intelligence and humanity. I and don't I think, think that. I think we are actively we're trash. We are trash. But you know what I mean? It's like I feel I like there's some things that cannot be explained yet. Yeah, but why are you, why can't we just be like, we don't know, rather than to be like, well, they think it's God and I know it's ghosts. I guess I have to think that, like, my ghost is a friendly guy called Casper yeah. Pacey, because, like, if if not, like, I would be terrified to come home. What if he's just a draft? What if he's not a ghost at all? A draft is also frightening. Just, like, wind. Yeah, wind is scary. Wind is a scary element. Yeah. Least scary element, sunshine. 
scariest element? Wind Andrew. and frost. <laughs> um, can yes. we please, and I can't believe I'm saying this, can we please have a listener problem just so that uh, I could fall into somebody else's of life? Of course. For a second. Thank you so much. Do you imagine if it's hey, about life? Yes. Usually I always say to the guest, are you up for oh. helping us solve a problem? But maybe I feel like maybe I haven't don't. represented myself very well <laughs> here. I came, I'm so sorry. Job. I didn't mean to come in and talk about like the ghost of my grandmother. Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> I loved it. But can um, we also come back on so we can talk about um, living in Florida and that close to Disney World? Absolutely. I've, uh, yeah, I've got a lot to say. You don't need to apologize for what you've spoken about. I think, unfortunately, considerable numbers of the podcast listeners relate to Helen. And so they <laughs> will relate to you. It's been really nice being on tour and meeting the Helens. <laughs> <laughs> the Catherines don't come soon. <laughs> <laughs> but they show up very early to my shows. God bless them. Let's go. Yeah, we've started most shows late. <laughs> this is from H. Hi, Hi H. H. Oh my God, like Helen. Like Helen. Or Haunted. Oh. <gasps> Or hell. We're in hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is, is a haunting of a kind. Um, okay. Here's my question. Last week, I met a guy at a bar and went home with him that night. Yes! Nice. Get it! Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Get it! Woo-hoo! Nice. Yesterday, we went on a second date. And as we were walking back... Are we counting to- meeting in a bar and going home as a date? Hey? Yes. Yes. Okay, good for you. I love how... Oh, oh. All of the things that people send us are problems, but you always celebrate the first line without any other context. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, these guys are getting married. Yay! And then it's going to be like, turns out he was Ted Bundy. <laughs> like, oh no, not Ted. But at least he was hot. Hate for hot. Okay, sorry. Um, so, um, uh, so they yeah. met, met in a bar, went home with him that night. They went on a second date or first date, however you like to view it. Uh, and as they were walking back to his apartment, he told me he had recently acquired uh, an anal-specific STD, oh. which he did not disclose to me the last time we hooked up oh. because we, we were both very drunk and nothing had been done together physically that carried the risk of transmitting the STD. <gasps> okay. Okay, amazing. He was very apologetic and answered all of my questions directly and honestly, told me the STD was very new to him and offered to pay for a car back to my place if I decided I didn't want to spend the night with him again. Oh, okay. I decided to spend the night with him anyway. Yeah. Uh, as he once again reassured me there was no risk of transmission as long as we stuck to the same physical acts we'd done before. Nice. I have a lot of casual sex, so I'm very used to and comfortable with conversations regarding STDs and safety. Awesome. And I feel like he handled the conversation in a respectful way. Yeah. 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 Being only, only two dates in, I'm not terribly invested in this person, uh, but we do get along and have similar values, and I'd be interested in seeing him again. Yay. However, oh. I would like some outside perspective. Should it be an absolute deal breaker that he didn't disclose his STD status when we first hooked up? At the moment, I feel comfortable with the conversation that we had and understand why he didn't tell me at first, but I'd like to know what you think. I think the fact that he didn't put you at risk of it during that first date and it was just like one casual hookup is fine. Like he wasn't trying to push you into doing something that would mean that the anal worms could transmit. <laughs> I'm going to say worms. Uh- Let's not, not guess worms. worms let's Gary. not guess. Let's, let's not guess. play guess let's the anal guess. STDs. No, let's not guess. Anal specific. Let's not guess. STDs. No. I did not know you could anal get anal specific. specific STDs. That's exciting to I know. I kind of want to know now what it is. Me too. Just to... But can we focus on the problem? Yeah, I think. But it um, would be nice to know. Like what? Like is it is it hemorrhoids? Is that an STD? Um, no. But chlamydia, gonorrhea and syphilis all come up. Okay. okay. Of the anus. I guess, yeah. Can we focus yes. on... Yeah. So, uh, Helen, what's your thought on the problem? You I think, think if he didn't put her at risk... I reckon in a past life. No, Helen. <laughs> Helen? He told Helen, someone Helen, hate just writing day. in for some perspective. Please okay. offer that. I in think... In a useful way. He didn't say anything on the first day. However, he was not putting you at risk. It was just a casual hookup from the perspective of that first sort of like hookup. 
I think it was very honest. In an ideal world, mm -hmm. everyone would be completely honest and lay everything out on the table the first moment they meet someone. But that is not the world we mean. I'm not going to hook up with someone and be like, just so you know, I've never had a proper relationship. I've got anxiety and depression and I believe in ghosts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't <laughs> list everything. Like, so it's, it's, you weren't put at risk and now you have the facts. And... That is, I think it's actually, I think he dealt with it really well. I'll say that. I agree. Yeah. I think so too. And honestly, like in this day and age, like anyone being that kind of honest, I think mm -hmm. it's very refreshing. Yeah. You know, he was honest. He gave you the facts when it mattered. Offered to pay for a cab home, mm -hmm. which is very nice. And it sounds like you've got a lot of sexual experience and, uh, you know, you know what you're doing. Totes. And uh, I would go for round three. I'd say if, live your you... life, just don't do a rim job. I reckon. Yeah. Is where I would draw the line with that one. No rimming. No? Yeah, I'm sort of like, I think trust your instincts. I feel like your instincts are that you are safe and that this person had your best interests in mind and that you've, mm -hmm. and like, I think, look, I think similarly, in an ideal world, we would be able to go, hey, you're coming home with me. FYI, I have this STD, but it doesn't put you at risk provided we stay within this, these, this paradigm and... Um, and then people would generally receive that information well. I would say that like that assumes that we exist in a world where there isn't massive sex negativity and shame and where there isn't mm -hmm. shame around STDs, a lack of information, disinformation. Mm -hmm. That makes it quite scary for that to be something that mm -hmm. you would say. Mm -hmm. And also like if you're a woman, for example, you can sometimes feel unsafe in those contexts yeah. or feeling mm -hmm. those things. So like I have compassion for this person. I think, look... I think had he had he behaved in a way that was a risk to your body, this would be a very fucking different conversation. Mm -hmm. I do not think you get to take that risk with somebody else's no. body, and I do think they deserve full information. I, I think that how you feel is completely valid, and I think you know yourself best, and you were there for that conversation, so you should trust yourself yeah. and that mm. you're right. Yeah. Um, would I feel the same? I don't know. I think I might be annoyed that I didn't have full information, but I also, with with compassion for why he didn't feel he could mm -hmm. give it to me. But I I think it's okay. I think like these things yeah, are yeah. like pretending these things are black and white and don't aren't nuanced and also pretending that you weren't drunk and like that like I don't know. It's a very difficult one, but I think your instincts are already telling you how you feel and you didn't. And also like obviously I assume. You're going to go get tested. You'll ask for all the information that you need. But to feel do your safe. own research as well. 100%. Yeah, obviously. But it does feel like this person did something scary quite early on, mm -hmm. quite early. Um, and that is hard to do when there's an awful lot of stigma and judgment. Yeah, a ghost yeah. to watch and referee in the <laughs> corner and be like, you're too close. You're going to get an anal disease. And I mean, then the ghost can sort of shout out um, when it's like not going well. I I, I, um, I hooked up with a guy on a first meeting also and um, yeah. it was like everything happened so fast there was alcohol involved it was yeah. very fun we both yeah. wanted it followed our mm -hmm. hearts and our horniness yeah. and it was great and then after the fact I got the message that said listen I'm not really in a place to give you the re a relationship or mm -hmm. anything and I you know I could have been a bit mad or upset but I did something I wanted to do too and I actually really respected him taking a moment to just say listen this is where I'm at and I can't offer you more. I had a good time. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. I and like I, I don't know if clear that's clear communication. Clear, because like in the yeah. first, it sounds like for you too. Like in the first instance, there really wasn't a moment to be upfront about anything. And I know when yeah. it comes to health and like health and safety, mm -hmm. like you should always 
you know, yeah. risk ruining the mood to tell someone mm-hmm. they could be in danger if they have sex yeah. with you. Yeah. But you weren't, it doesn't sound like. Yeah. You, really. It doesn't sound like you were in danger the first time. Always risk ruining the mood for yes, a share of information, 100%. Yes. However. But also, like, let's societally work towards it being more comfortable to talk about STDs yeah. sure. as well. Like, sure. like, like it, it, we can't on the one hand be like, he should have told her from the outset. And at the on the other hand, be like... Any STD needs to be like the like it's the worst thing that anybody could not yeah. tell you. Like we have to like and we here at yes. Trusty Hogs pledge to get rid of that stigma by asking every single guest to bring their full <laughs> sexual medical history with them Do before you have any we start the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is like a nuanced, balanced thing, and I think you should. We just, pledge to do it. Hey, I think you should just trust your instincts, and it feels like you feel okay. Cubic lice. No crabs. No, no, you're not. Jo- you're joking. Happy. You're joking. It would be fine if you had. Bad but I got rid of all of them. Do you have vaginismus? No, What's I don't. That? And it's not an STD. Yeah, it's crabs and lice STDs, or they. I don't know. I'm just like listing things. Stations, aren't they? I don't know. It's if I have enough sex to know. Like, crabs is an STD. I think yes. It's like sexually transmitted, right? It's not crabs, though, is it? It's like, it's not lice, like little crab shaped lice, is it? Like I don't a, know. Crab shaped like lice. Crab shaped <laughs> lice. I think lice. that's what it is. Isn't that what it is? Aren't I they, don't like, know. Little, I think so. Just, just yeah. little crabs just running up and down <laughs> my fucking like, labia. Here's like, what I will say. Here's what I will say on this topic. Don't come in. On this topic, <laughs> Dean Street in London has an amazing clinic where you can walk in and get tested. Lots of places have walk-in clinics to get tested. My get- one's in Camberwell. I genuinely, lo- like, I honestly can't say- stress this enough. You never feel up. more comfortable than after you've been tested. You're like, Whoo, you can do it at home cool. too. I always get the kits that you nice, can post. Nice, nice. Um, okay, great. I and I know leave that. little messages in the box for the lab technicians. Huh? What? So like you can get the boxes sent to you with the the needle and well, the swabs. What does the message say? Well, I just I think it's such an amazing service. I couldn't Thank believe so that it was testing free. Oh. I don't know. I was just yeah, you know country. had a scare and it was just like I literally filled in a form. It was super discreet. I got a box, did the test, sent it, and I just put a little post that said thank you for your service. They text yeah. you your and then they text. Yeah, yeah, it was just nice. And then you can show that to your next sexual partner. What up? Be like, show me your results. <laughs> we had it at school. Oh, really? At college, even. We, we, there's like okay, piss in a pot day. You, I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> yeah. I was like, huh? Piss in a pot day. And we'd all piss in a pot, and then they'd text us all our results. But it was so stupid because we'd all be in class together, and all the phones going, ding, 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 ding. And we'd all be like, huh? Yay! Everyone pretending to smile. Like, it was awful. And then there's that one person who's like, yeah, me too. That was so scary, right, guys? Sounds from a sixth form college. That's a really cool culture to engender in teenagers about their bodies. Like that you should get tested and that it's like a thing that everyone And you should do it at school. That you should do it at school. But I think that's great. Um does that answer the problem? Em or Andrew, any further thoughts? Uh, no, I think that's very well covered. I got a thing. Go on. You also because it's like people get confused between the asshole and vagina sometimes. No, they don't tell you. You've got to stop believing men when they say they got confused. Helen, Helen, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> no one's ever been confused. It is so taint size dependent. No, and Helen, you it's not. used to accept some people's taints. No, I know are there are no thumbnail. I know that, but look at me. There are people look whose taints me. are that big. I'm willing to bet I have seen more <laughs> women's vaginas than you have. Yeah, 100%. I've only seen yours. Okay. <laughs> you haven't seen mine. I've seen um, yours, Louise, ba- comedian Louise Bastock. You amazing. haven't seen mine. You pulling down my trousers trying to see mine is not the same as seeing mine. It's incredible. No. It's like a Barbie. <laughs> 
The point is nothing flapping out. The point (laughs) is you have. I can tell you, I've never been down there ever and been like, which Uh, how would. Which one? How would, let me just how try both. I, yeah, let me just like, try. I, and I've never oh. slipped. No one falls into uh, an asshole. Just because you've never seen that. a small taint doesn't mean that I've never come against a micro penis. Baby girl, I have Doesn't seen, mean they don't exist. I've seen all kinds of size taints. I promise you no one's ever been confused about the top one or the bottom one being which. Also, one's like, huh. And the other one's like, mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Come on. There's a very distinct difference. I don't know. I had a finger it's put a up smoker, my It's a smoker and a not and a baby. I recently and she was like relaxed and she went, oh, you are. Like, <laughs> I don't think I'd, I don't think one of them was like, mm-mm-mm. No. Apparently I was very open to it. But you were sick. Oh, well, that's amazing. Easy, easy, easy. easy. I can come in here. If you could just make it easy access, Helen. Oh, no, we're, we're oh, okay. We're amazing. Helen, we're up. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> my elbow's stuck. I can't get my elbow. My crabs, my crabs <laughs> ran the whole 200 meters it takes because of the size of they my were trying, like, Wait, wait, wait. Ooh, we're coming uh, to. We're coming to. Too late. Uh, too late. at the finger. <laughs> no, Under no. the sea. Under the sea. Darling, it's better. Down, Down where it's better. Take, take it from water. me. Why is it wetter down there? Because that's the lyrics. No, okay. Um, Bronwyn, this has been horrible. Thank you for coming. Um, so, so welcome. Have you had a nice time? I've had a really good time. Okay. Um, I'm really sorry about all the ghost chat. I didn't like... You think just... the thing that I've been left with as a lasting... I wish we were still having the ghost chat. Okay. I wish we were and not the like... The taint Portal chat. chat. Yeah. I'll tell you the story of no, the slide. No, thank you. Uh, but Bronwyn, <laughs> if our listeners want to find you, yes, where do they, they can. find you? If they want, you know, yeah, they um, just die, come back as a ghost and you can find me in Crouch End. No, don't um, give your address. Out. No, kidding, just kidding, yeah. It's not an address. It's, not, it's mean, a vibe. Crouch End also just feels like it's like a bit Gilmore Girls up there. I like it. It's like very spooky. Oh, yeah. Are right? you a Gilmore Girls watcher? I am. I am. We're all I'm, Gilmore Girls. We're all Come Gilmore on. Girls. We're all women of a certain um, age. Come I've on. started again. It's just that time oh, of the season gosh. to start the rewatch. Are you okay? Um, no, it's a depression, but like Yeah, like it's, but it's yeah. funny though, right? I'm like, okay. I'm chill. Are you locked into rewatching? I've never watched Gilmore Girls when I'm mentally well. No, but do you try and watch it from a different perspective each time? Of course, but I will say, yeah, I mean, like Emily's version is very interesting. I'm watching it from Luke's side now. Oh my god, good for you, man! That yeah. guy needs more, more support. The grandparents are great. Don't I? So obviously, you naturally watch from Lorelai's, yeah. And then you go through the Rory phase, which is the worst Ugh. one. And then Emily Paris is a nice read. Paris is a nice done read. Paris. Oh god, it'll actually yeah. make you kind of bitter. But listen, yeah, I just think Rory's had a much easier life than she thinks she has. I think maybe the rest of us have problems too. Agreed. I watched a YouTube video yeah. on this. Um, what I will say though is on Gilmore Girls, once um, I had had my heart like broken mm-hmm. by a person, go there. by a person who seemed to like not feel it, like mm-hmm. it was the end of a really long relationship, and they seemed fine, and like they had a new girlfriend really fast, and they like seemed like they were getting on with things really well, mm-hmm. and I was like, I am, I've imploded. Why is this so unequal? And then I went on um, our shared Netflix and realized that they'd been watching. Gilmore Girls and I was like they're a ha, 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 ha. it's all a facade <laughs> we're fine 
I'm fine. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> it was such a euphoric discovery. Oh, I was I like, wish I'd it's had cool. That. They're having a really hard time as well. Woo, we're fine. They are struggling. Yeah, so no was, one happy watching no. it. Uh, or, or Grey's Anatomy. That's my other. Oh my God, do. that is a really dark place. <laughs> really dark place. Yeah. I brought my whole family in with me to that dark hole. I oh, was sweet like, God. I was like, we're all watching Had Grey's you lost me now? I'd also gone through a breakup. There we and go. I was just like. I'm so sorry. Yeah. They were watching in solidarity, but actually you fucking Went home for Christmas. I was like, we're not watching Christmas movies. We're, we're starting season eight of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> season eight, you took them in. I took them I, the whole past way. Sandra. Just past Sandra. Christ, it was oh bad. But God. anyway, you can find me at uh, Broncom on Instagram and Great. Twitter and now TikTok. Woo-hoo! I'm up to 300 views on my last video. So yeah. I'd say. Uh, oh, my God. Doing real well. Don't mind if we do. Uh, Bron, when you've been such a lovely guest. Thank, Thank you, you for being here. And um, listen, I wish you well with Pacey. Thank you so much. Yes. And send our love to Pacey. I will. No, nope, I will. Not what I said. <laughs> Broadway Sweeney, everybody! Yay! Thank you. Thank you so much to our exec producers, Guy Goodman, Simon Moores, Janina Bautista, Mary Fox, Annie Tonner, Sarah Harkey Deacon, and Oliver Jago. Thank yes! you, your angels. Thank you, too, to our producers, Richard Bicknell, L, Richard Bold, Neil Redman, Victoria Hutchison, Emma Walton, Karen and David Bull, Harold Van Dyke, Eddie Doyle, Tim and Dom, David Walker, Rachel R, Anthony Conway, Sadie Cashmore, Claire Owen Jones, Jess and Nick, Zoe, Joe Holmes, Sarah and Molly, Alex Pugh, Josie W, Amy Raya Fink, Cordelia, Rachel Page, Helen A, Tina, Lindsay, Sophie Chivers, Graham Marsh, Emily Gee, and Amy O. Reardon. You're a bunch of absolute legends. Yes! Thank you! Thank you! I read it out next time. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.